It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to a Wednesday. Welcome into Hump Day, Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. It is Wednesday, September 14th. That means Tony Burke joins me in studio for the John and Tony Dog and Pony Show. The M&M Carnage hotline is open, 384-1450. If you've got a question for Tony, he has no answers. But we'll try. 384-1450. Text line open as well. Sponsored by Thornton's. 502-414-1450. Don't forget, Summer Cash Bash continues at Thornton's. Each week, one lucky Refreshing Rewards member will win $10,000 all summer long with the grand prize of a 2022 Chevy Tahoe. Simply open your Refreshing Rewards app, click on the Summer Cash Bash icon, and you are entered. You can earn additional entries by purchasing select top brands like Mountain Dew 20-ounce bottles, hot dogs, Bud Light 12-packs, large Doritos, and many more using your Refreshing Rewards card. That's Thornton's Summer Cash Bash. Not a Refreshing Rewards member? Become one today. Text REWARDS to 803-13. That's 803-13. Text the word REWARDS. Welcome in, Tony. Hey, John. What's up? Um, well, I don't know. Had my grandson all night last night. Didn't get a lot of sleep. He slept, uh, he slept 12 retired hours. Retired guy complaining. Retired, retired, tired guy. That's me. Um, great weekend of football. Now, what was more entertaining? I asked this on the show yesterday. College football or NFL football this weekend? What was, who had the better weekend? That's a toss up in yeah. my book. They were both really, they were excellent. And, uh. There's crazy things that happen in both, and I think if you're a fan, you just enjoyed, unless you were for the wrong team, uh, really enjoyed how things went and uh, got some crazy finishes. And, boy, the defending runner-up Super Bowl champions, boy, can you lose one any worse than that? (laughs) Missed extra point. Now, they lost – you don't think a long snapper on, on field goal or point afters is that big of a deal. But, but they lost him in the middle of the game. The extra point, the laces were the wrong way. The extra point, the guy came clean from the left side of the offensive Mika line and blocked it. And well, in that's the field not, goal, that's not the long you're right. In the field the goal, though, the, the the laces were the wrong way. On the it field was a goal, bad they won snap. The game. But the extra point to win the game, there should have never been the laces wrong on the field goal. I told Steve the, the Bengals aren't going to be uh, Bengals. The, uh, the, the Cincinnati the, Bengals. The Bungles. I know. He calls them the Bengals. The Bengals are not going to be up. in the Super Bowl again this year. That A lot of times it's a one-off. I mean, that's that's just the way it is. Joe Burrow was great last year. Joe Burrow looked like he never picked up a football on Sunday. Four he, interceptions and a fumble loss. As offensive line, who's supposedly a whole lot better, wasn't, I mean, are the Steelers that good? But You know, you, that's the question. And we talked about this last week. We don't know a whole lot after week one because a team can look great. Like, let's let's just take your Minnesota Vikings. Mm -hmm. I'm a big Viking believer this year. They're seventh in the latest power rankings. I think they got everything to go. I picked them to go to the Super Bowl. But Green Bay was awful. Was Green Bay awful first week last year? Yes, they were. And, And Aaron Rodgers was MVP. So you got one week under the under your belt, and all of a sudden, and I, I talk about it being overreaction Monday. We think we know who's good. We think we know who's bad. We don't have any idea. Are the are the Philadelphia Eagles really good? 
They beat Detroit 38-35. Well, if you watch Hard Knocks, yes, they are. Because uh, the Lions, Lions are going to win be... the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> are the Lions good? They scored 35 points against the Eagles, but they lost. They're a favorite this week against Washington for the first time. In 24 weeks. That's second longest since 2008 streak of not being favored. The Jets did it for 26 games in a row uh, back in 2008. 16 and 17, I think. 24 weeks in a row, the Lions have been not favored to win, or underdogs, I guess I should say, and they're a two-point favorite against Washington. Is Detroit any good? Take hard knocks out of it. Are they any good? They played the Eagles within three points in Philly, right? No, that was in Detroit, I think. And the Commanders. The Commanders. Carson Wentz threw four touchdown passes. He threw one touchdown pass less than Patrick Mahomes threw this week. He's back. (laughs) <laughs> He's Super Bowl Carson again. Oh. The Commanders, the Giants, and the Eagles are one and zero. Dallas is zero one in the NFC East. That we don't know. No, there, there's you we got, don't know. You have to wait four or five. Weeks I'm already to get looking an idea. at the spreads, going, oh, I know who's going to win that game. I don't have any idea. The the good part is I know I don't have any idea. I might as well flip a coin to pick winners this week. Well, there's one given. If Joe Flacco's playing quarterback, you bet on the other team. <laughs> wow, that means Super Bowl winning quarterback. What, what year was that? It's been a while. <laughs> he's he's uh, he's probably a granddad a few times over since then. Uh, all right. Can we agree that Buffalo is really, really good? It's still one game. Everybody picked them, plus yours truly here, and I, I think they are. Uh, but I thought they were last year, and they kind of fell apart there at the end. But uh, – Josh Allen and that team, I think, are really good. And the defense, you don't talk about. They added Von Miller. That defense is really, really good, and they showed up against the Rams last week. Yeah, uh, that uh, that's one thing. Uh, uh, nobody wants to hear fantasy stuff, but I took Buffalo, and I you just got some think points, they're right? yeah. Oh yeah, they're just a, they're just they're just a solid team. And you know what, Buffalo deserves to have <laughs> a really good team. You well, know, LA's you know, in December, those, uh, in December, Dallas. November, and January, you got to play in twelve inches of snow every week. So, yeah, I, I guess. Look, they, but don't the Vikings deserve the same? They have four Super Bowl losses, not in a row, grant you, but they have four Super Bowl losses. <laughs> well, that's how I grew up, John, and I, I, I don't like talking about it. Well, we're gonna have to talk about it. All right, how about the Chiefs? They're number two in this week's uh, power rankings. That this is all uh, from NFL senior NFL writer Pete Prisco. Chiefs are number two. Mahomes threw five touchdown passes, and Tyreek Hill's not out there. I mean, you got Marquez, Vandez, Scaffling, whatever his name is. They've got Sky Moore, the rookie, who looked really, really good. Um, they got another new receiver who I can't remember who it is, but five touchdown passes from Mahomes. It doesn't seem like it matters who the cast of characters is with him. Kelsey was great again. Did you say Juju? Juju, that's the one. Juju Smith-Schuster. And Travis Kelsey's about as consistent as it can be. Yeah. I, I, you, Are the Chiefs for real? No, I think they're going to be really good. But I, who, who is for real, John? Anybody? That, I'll tell you who's not for real. The Dallas Cowboys. Boy, were they bad. And, and they, they, were bad be, they were bad you know before Dak Prescott got hurt. I, that was a insomnia game. If you couldn't sleep, watch that game. Because Tom Brady wasn't even exciting in that game. But nope. he didn't have to be. And he knew he didn't have but to. But Suckup was. Suckup was really good. And he missed Over one, didn't he? Didn't goes. he miss? He missed one early. I don't know. I fell asleep early. Uh, number three in the power rankings, uh, Tampa Bay. 
All right, they still got to prove it to me. They still got Buffalo, Kansas City. I'm fine with that. I would put Philadelphia up there, even though they gave up 35 to Detroit. I would put Philadelphia up there. Jalen Hurts. I think he's reached another level. Now it doesn't hurt that I got him on my fantasy team along with AJ Brown. And here's here's the thing: Devontae Smith didn't didn't catch a pass, but AJ Brown was great. That, that's Jalen Hurts was addition. really, really good. But is Jalen Hurts going to be consistent? That's the question in my mind. Running the ball, sure. Throwing the ball? That's a big question mark. Uh, the Chargers are number five. That was a game I was looking forward to watching, and I had it on uh, quite a bit, and it wasn't nearly the offensive explosion that I expected it to be between the Raiders and and the Chargers. Now, Devontae Adams was great. Derek Carr found him a lot. I think he had 10 for 141. But Waller was not involved very much. Hunter Renfro was not involved very much. They couldn't get the running game going against a good Charger defense. And on the other side, Chargers only scored 24 points. Now, Herbert threw three touchdown passes. He's, again, he's both. we both, both agreed he's our MVP prediction for this season. Are the Chargers... Uh, as good as we think they are. Again, it's one game. I think they're going to be. And I just want to say uh, thanks to the Horvach family up there. Yes. From the Purdue, uh, I'm looking at here, seventh-round pick. His dad always lets us go to their tailgate and yeah. has his Charger shirt on <laughs> up there against Penn State. And he was in attendance. I did text Jim Collins. He was in attendance when his son scored a touchdown in his first game as a Charger, a pass from Justin Herbert out yeah. of the backfield. I think I think they're really good. I, I Chargers are one of my probably my sleeper team, and uh, I, I I truthfully think you can see an all LA Super Bowl. Yeah. I don't see any reason it couldn't happen. It won't happen, but I don't see why it could. Here's the one that that confuses me in the sixth spot: New Orleans. You got New Orleans. They no, pick, well, that's what? what Pete Prisco, a senior NFL writer. I'm looking at ESPNs, and they had number six. They had the Ravens. Um. Well, Pete's got New Orleans. Uh, Jameis Winston, I don't get it. Michael Thomas is I, back. I, he I, had two I, touchdown catches. He was really good. Um, they beat the Falcons, Tony, and they and the Falcons had a field goal attempt to win it. And the Falcons on on my list is thirty second. So <laughs> not like it was an impressive win, a one a one or two point win yeah. against Atlanta. That must be a hunch play. Uh, seven Minnesota. I know you don't want to talk about it, but Justin Jefferson. It's good. Oh, my goodness. He was getting open when he went in motion. That's how good he is. They couldn't cover him while he was in motion. And um, the Packers certainly couldn't cover him. Jair Alexander is really good, and nobody could cover him. And Adam Thielen did nothing until the second half, but you know what he can do. Uh, Dalvin Cook looks 100% healthy. and I he know did. He looked good, too. I know you're not a Kirk Cousins. You know, everybody loves the backup quarterback, but I like Kirk Cousins. Well, give the Viking defense some credit, yep. too. Uh, yep. Viking defense looked really good. And my son is a Packers fan. He was gone, and he called me, and he was stuck in uh, on the interstate and was asking uh, uh, passwords to watch the game. And I, he got home, and I said, well, I taped it. You want to watch it? And he goes, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, to be fair here, Green Bay was missing Alan Lazard, their leading receiver. Um, but that's a statement in itself that yeah, Alan Lazard. Lazard is their leading receiver. Right. A bunch of guys who who Aaron Rodgers had to introduce himself to last week. Well, he knows week. Randall. He does know Randall, and he found Randall Cobb a couple of times. But 
I think their defense is is good, but man, they've got a long way to go offensively. If you when you can stack the box and just stop Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon and not worry about Aaron Rodgers throwing it all over the field, whew, wow, they have. Uh, and I I blame management for this. They just don't have any good receivers. Period. And, and you know, they've got a couple rookies. You know but, who really played good on the Viking defense? Zadarius Smith. Former uh, UK Wildcat, former Green Bay Packer. Green Bay Packer too. Yeah, he had a little, little added added edge the other day uh, in that game. But I, I gave out the Vikings in my six pack. I'm, I'm I'm not very confident in any of my six pack picks. I was four and two this week. That's a great week for me, as we know. Yeah, you cost people money. I know they bet against me, and I cost them money. But my pick of the weekend was the Vikings. I love the Vikings, and rarely do I get to say I was right on that. That game could have been – it was 23-7. to seven, It could have been 33-7. Oh, it, it, they dominated them. And, John, the team that I don't know where your, okay. your boy has, but the team we were talking about, the Miami Dolphins. Where were the Dolphins? Uh, he's got the Dolphins 12th. He's got eight Baltimore, which I, you know, I'm fine with that. Again, you don't know anything about them because they played the Jets, Tony. Right. Jets are terrible. Uh, nine Green Bay still. That's a good D. Maybe Aaron Rodgers gets uh, um, comfortable with his receivers. The offensive line should be better. He's got the Rams 10th, Bengals still 11th, and 12 Miami. You like Miami. I like Miami a lot. ESPN's got Green Bay 8, Minnesota 10, and Miami 11. Yeah, I got Miami at 12. Uh, Two will look good Uh, in the the small part. Jalen Waddell. Is your number two receiver? I mean, that tells me a lot right there. They add Tyreek Hill. They got a great kicker, which you don't think a whole lot about. But special teams is going to win you or lose you three games every year. And their defense has been improved the last few years. And they so that's a team to watch for. Uh, is New England as bad as we think? Probably after not. week one. Is this the year they finally only win like four games? Who New England? Yeah. Well, they're going to beat the Jets, Jets twice. twice. Yeah, that's true. Who else? Oh, they're they're half, so they're halfway there. Who else? I got to look though? at the rest of the schedule. Miami's beaten New England four times in a row now. Nobody has ever done that to a Bill Belichick coach team until now. Uh, Bengals, look, Bengals should have won the game. Plain and simple. I I I took Pittsburgh last week, but the Bengals should have won the game. Missed extra or blocked extra point at the end of regulation with zeros on the clock. Evan McPherson's not going to miss those, period. And I think most unless, of the Bengals fans were getting ready to leave. Unless the O-line doesn't block right. the way they're supposed to. And that's exactly what happened. Um, I guess it, if you look at silver lining here, our all-pro quarterback threw four interceptions and lost a fumble, took seven sacks, and we still should have won the game. Is that becoming a bad habit for the Bengals that are, are going to come back and bite them because we know last year in the playoffs, all the sacks, yeah. start this season with that, sacks. You're not going to keep Joe Burrow healthy. We heard the offensive line was better. That's all you heard all season long. They picked up a guy from Tampa. They did this. They made this move, and uh, it wasn't any better. But, again, first game together. That's why I, I thought I was watching my – did you watch Monday Night Football by any chance? Yeah. I'm watching the game – did you watch the Manning cast or Manning the cast. Joe Buck? Okay. Joe Troy Aikman made a great point. Or no, Peyton Manning made a great point when he said, uh, look, I was trying to do research, but none of these Broncos starters played in the preseason. Uh, so right. there was no tape because they didn't play. They've got to play sharp. a little bit. They're not and they weren't. They got false starts. They got delay of games. 
Uh, Russell Wilson got sacked a couple of times. Uh, and and that, I think, is the same thing with the Bengals' offensive line. They didn't play a lot of those guys in the preseason. You don't want them to get hurt, and I get that, but they were not cohesive at all against Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh's a really good defense, but the Bengals got to be better on the offensive line. Yeah. You're, you're, or the Bengals. You're, you're not going to – the Bengals. They're not going to survive with that type of play. I don't care how good they are. And, you know, you, you would even think on a bad snap and a bad hold, McPherson would make a short field goal. And I think the Bengal fans just thought this can't be happening again. We just had the greatest, one of the greatest years we've <laughs> yeah. ever had. <laughs> oh no, we're back to being the Bungles. Yeah, but you know, you talk about overreaction. Just talking yeah. about, you know, I, I know we'll talk about it, but like Kentucky, yeah. everybody watches them the first week. And oh my gosh, you can know, you the, name, the roof's falling in. Can you name? I give you. Don't look the bottom five teams in the NFL power rankings that I have. Has to be the Jets. Have to be Jets there. are thirty-one. Gosh, that you have. I got to think. Real I already quick. told you the Falcons uh, were last. Falcons okay. are 32. Falcons Jets are 31. I, I'm, I'm thinking bottom feeders. Texans uh, have to be in there, right? That, Who's I, that? Texans, Texans would have to be. Houston is 29th. Gosh, what else? That's correct. I got to go quickly here. And uh, where we You're not going to believe it. Not going to believe well, the, it. The Jags are 28th. Yeah. You can believe that. Patriots? The Detroit Lions are still 30th. Mm. And, and, how and they're favored this week. And how high did they have the Eagles? Uh, the Eagles are fourth, and they they that, beat about three. That makes no sense. <laughs> I worry about the Eagles' defense, and I, I, I think that score. This. I should be doing these power do rankings. That. I can do that. I I think I can come up with better power rankings than this. The Giants won; they're at twenty third. The Bears won; they're twenty fifth. How, how often do you say that in the same sentence? The Titans, my Titans, are sixteenth, and they should be last based on what I saw Sunday. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. Come back. We're going to grade the local college teams from the past weekend. We'll get Tony's grades on those. All that. And Aaron Judge hits two more home runs last night. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Act. Welcome back. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Tony Burke joins me on this Wednesday. Eminem Cartage Highline is open 384-1450, 502-384-1450 to join in on the conversation. Thornton's text line open as always, 502-414-1450. Uh, we got a text from the Todd father, Tony. He uh, doesn't like us putting down his bungles. Bengals. Bengals, bungles, bungles. He doesn't like it. Well, you know what? Win. Make an extra point. Don't get an extra point blocked. Don't throw Don't throw four interceptions. Don't get sacked seven times. Uh, we didn't talk, and you, met, you reminded me in the break, oh, your Indianapolis Colts. Not your Indianapolis Colts. I'm talking to the Indiana listener here. You lose to Houston, down 20-3, to three, come back and tie it. And Mr. Blankenship have a, a chance in overtime and can't get the win against the Houston Texans. Remember, the Colts season ended last year. All they had to do was beat the Jaguars in Indy to go to the playoffs. Forgot about that one. And they didn't. Frank Reich, hot seat? Question mark. You got to beat Houston, Tony. You got to. And I picked the Colts. I thought I, I think Matt Ryan's going to have a good year, but they cannot lose. The Colts are in first place though. Because everybody's tied. Everybody, well, Colts and Houston are 0-0-1. Oh, that's right. Jacksonville and whoever I'm forgetting, Tennessee, are 0-1. So the Colts, 
Let's glass half full it here. Tied for first right now after one. On fire. All right, let's go to college football. Let's grade these uh, teams after two games. Let's start with Kentucky. Uh, easy, uh, expected win against Miami of Ohio. I don't want to call it easy. They were only up three at halftime. You get Jordan Wright back, which was bigger than anybody expected, really. Everybody talked about Chris Rodriguez. When's he coming back? They needed Jordan Wright Saturday night. That's an A-plus win, right? Yes. that Going to the swamp, I know maybe, like you always say, overreaction after the first week. But those four linebackers that UK have are good. They're experienced. They're talented. you got some maybe some guys that will play on Sundays. And uh, Jacquez Jones last year, I was I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Square, I love Jordan Wright. I, I really like a lot. JJ Weaver, Weaver from Moore High School. But but uh, Jacquez Jones, I saw it Saturday night. He was everywhere. Well, you got to remember the experience those guys have. Then, and they all played together last year. Even you know with Jones being a transfer, so it's huge. And they said Wright's kind of the leader, so he, he you, you could see it. But boy. They just stymied that offense from Florida. And um, I think a lot of people were so worried about the offensive line after three halves. But they played very well in that yeah. fourth quarter. I mean, they found a smoke, got some, some room. Lavelle Wright got some room to operate. And, uh, uh, and they protected Will Levis better in the second half as well. Four rushing yards for Anthony Richardson. You talk about overhyping. Boy. This guy got overhyped after that win over Utah. And I didn't realize until the game started this was only his third career start because all you heard all week, how are they going to stop Anthony Richardson? This guy's he's Tim Tebow slash Dak Prescott. You know, how, how are they going to stop this guy? He didn't throw the ball well, particularly well at all. And particularly. Kentucky, and, I'm being nice. And, get, <laughs> and the Cats didn't let him run at all. Yeah, I, I, he was bad. And they took his running away, so they dared him to throw it. And he was bad throwing the football. Well, they Some say of, he wouldn't have hit – Water if he fell out of a boat. Yeah, right? you're right. But broadside of a barn. I, I think Kentucky just showed some really good things. Now, once again, it's the second week. You yeah. don't want to overdo it. I did find a spread on that game. Did you? Yes, just did on LasVegasInsider.com. They'll, they'll put what a spread on it. It's what an FCS think? game. Uh, Youngstown has gotten better, but they're they're going to give up some points. Uh, I heard the coach yesterday talking about how much they lost from last year. Um, I would say 31. 27 and a half. That's not bad. Yep. I'm close. I'm within a touchdown there. Um, I've been, I've picked against Kentucky twice this year. I'm probably going to do it again, but, uh, I probably won't pick that game, but 27. Look, the way that defense played the other day, first time Florida hasn't scored in the second half since 2017 against Michigan. That's that's a pretty good name to uh, be associated with. Mark Stoops, and I said this to John Hale yesterday. I don't know if you were listening, but I told him we we heard about Levis, all oh, oh, Heisman candidate, all all uh, off season long. This guy's going to leave. This is a defense first team, and that's really good. And it won't hurt when you get one of the best running backs in UK history <laughs> back. That's a power runner, which you do need on that type of team. Yeah, I know you need speed, uh, but when you need one or two yards. And in career, if you go back, Chris Rodriguez gets that every time. So you add him, but you still have to prepare for these next two games. You start yeah, looking ahead to Ole Miss, then the Huskies and Northern okay Illinois and sneak up on Right. This game next week, they're going to win. Our game this week. Yeah, that's what Texas A&M thought. Yeah. Well, no, I agree, that's John. That's what Notre I'm Dame coach. thought. You that's know what that. Notre Dame thought. You cannot look ahead. But 
that that Saturday night game against Northern Illinois. Did you Northern watch the game? I know you were at the lake. Yes, I watched it. We had a crew. Did uh, when all right? What's the thought process from the crew when the uh, snap goes over the punter's head and he kicks it out of the back of the end zone to make it sixteen to seven? I think. <sighs> oh no! Here we go. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. That's kind of it's the, still there in the back of UK fan head. But but here in the go. past, that would have happened. Yes. It yeah. hasn't and the happened extra the last point, few years. Or the, the botched extra point. Yes. And I was so happy for the, for the snapper. I don't care what team it was. He was really good after that. He was. That, that's hard. When you, you, know, you know how it is when you're putting and you, you've got a five-footer and you know everybody, oh, that's all. I, we should, a four-footer, we should give it to you, and then you miss it. He doesn't and know then, what that's like. He doesn't golf. You're, you're right, Scoot. You're right. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, you know what? He can putt because it doesn't take a lot of effort. Thank you. Uh, as long, long as somebody will get the ball out of the hole for me, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> but but truthfully, it's like missing a three throw or a layup, and you do it again, and then it comes down. You got to do it. And what's in your mind? I mean, it's hard to get that out of your mind. And well, I will say this: um, if you watched, I'm sure you saw that uh, Coach Stoops called him over after the uh, botched extra point, had a little conversation, and uh, you know it was a one sided conversation. And I'm looking up the snapper's name right now. Cade DeGraw, yeah. uh, the long snapper, just kind of was shaking his head like, yes, yes sir. sir, yes, sir, I know. I screwed up twice already. If I do it again, I'm probably off scholarship. I got it. <laughs> and to his credit, his uh, snaps uh, for the Ruffalo field goal, uh, for all the ensuing couple of extra points, he was he was fine. And when do he you talk perfect. about the long snapper and know his Only name? Only when he messes up. <laughs> That's exactly right. I had no idea who Cade DeGraw was until the middle of that game the other night. When they when showed they, him they for they about him. 10 minutes. <laughs> and uh, he's standing on the sidelines going, okay. You know, and I love the teammates coming up and patting him on the shoulder. Like, well, you got to. Right. You got to keep This might be the last time I see you, but okay. <laughs> okay. Come on, keep your head up. So you want uh, to be a long snapper, a holder, or a kicker? Oh, gosh. Yeah, you do because it's a great job to have. Uh, St. X, for example, has a great long snapper, been to a bunch of camps, going to go to uh, Notre Dame next year. So, yeah, it's a great job to have until – People find out who you are. You screw it up. <laughs> if, if they don't – you want to be – you're like an umpire. You want to be the most anonymous guy in the building. No, You don't want anybody to know who you are. So, after two weeks, um, Kentucky gets an A. A minus. Because uh, you got them 10 and 2, buddy. I've got this – Numbers right here. I had them eight and four. You and Ed both had them beating Florida and ten and two. So you got to feel pretty good about that. Yeah, and I don't think they'll be ten and two, but I just do individual games, so I'll take it. Well, they should be four and zero heading to Ole Miss. Should be. I don't. I don't you don't. do have them losing that game at Ole Miss down there at the Grove. I just. It's one of those ones that somebody on the road. You're four and zero, and then the game would be hyped up. Yeah. Mm. All right, Louisville. I guess D minus, if not an F in the first game, mm-hmm. but an A in game two, especially defensively. This is a thing that worries me. They've scored seven and they've scored 20. They're going to have to score more points. The defense came up big Friday night, but that defense is going to give up some points to some of these ACC teams, starting with Florida State this Friday. You're going to have to put points on the board if you're Malik Cunningham in that Louisville offense. What did you think of Plumley? Uh, I thought he he was uh, he reminded me of Anthony Richardson. He yeah, couldn't, he couldn't hit the broadside Hi, of a ball. Highly hyped, you know. Well, I know that's he why he played, played wide receiver at Ole Miss. Yes. because we saw he. You know when he Great came athlete. in to play quarterback when Matt Corral got banged up and they said we're going to run a little read option here. Mm-hmm. 
There was a reason Lane Kiffin didn't let him throw the football. And we saw that against the Cardinals. And I I thought it was a different football team. And the only thing that – Louisville was a different team. They were. They were were a different football team. Absolutely. And to to kind of piggyback on that, you know, Purdue's got Syracuse. Is Syracuse good or was Louisville that bad that game? I don't even know if we find out this week. I think Syracuse is better than we thought. But are they? But I don't know how good they are because they beat Connecticut, who's terrible this week, uh, forty-eight to fourteen. You can't. You don't learn anything from that. And I don't know if you learn anything from Purdue because Purdue's defense is really not good. I expect Syracuse to score some points. Now, will they be able to stop Purdue like they stopped Louisville? That's the question mark. Right, but you you know, Malik's got to throw the ball better. I mean, you know, yeah. he's got to be more consistent. Yeah. He's a great player, but if he's not consistent throwing the ball and you shut their run down, if you do what Kentucky did to Anthony Richardson, yes. which is put a spy on him. I know Jacquez Jones was spying him a lot the other night. Put a spy on Malik. Don't let him run the football. You make him beat you through the air, then he's going to have to complete some passes. And Satterfield said yesterday, look, we got to get some more of these receivers involved. It's that simple. We need we're, we're it's a numbers game. We can't zero in on two guys. We got to have Marshawn Ford contribute out of the tight end spot, and we got to have four or five receivers make catches during a game. And they haven't had that so far. Yeah, they have to prove it, and it's going to be interesting Friday night because we really don't know what Florida State is. I don't think we really know what Louisville is, and I think it's uh, you know being a conference game and. A Friday night game. We're gonna. I think we're gonna find out a little about which team is maybe a little better or which team's a little worse than we think. So when I was in school, and that was a long, long time ago, if I got a D on a test and then an A on a test, that averaged to about a B minus. I always counted as a B. So what yeah. do you give Louisville after two games here? B maybe because that was it was an impressive win over Central Florida. That's a hard place to go play. I'm gonna go B minus. I'm gonna A minus with Kentucky. I'll go B minus with Louisville. But that that F. That F they it was clunker, an F. Yeah, uh, that makes it hard to go too high on the last game when yeah. you saw how bad they were the first game. Yeah, and again, it's a week to week process in college football. There's only twelve of these, so I mean, uh, you can't have six Fs. No, because you're going to lose some games where you play B football because the other team plays an A game. And here's the problem with the Cardinals: the the F was a conference game. Yeah. And plus, we got another Friday night conference game coming up against Florida State. Jordan Travis coming back in into town. The Knowles had a week off to prepare here. Mike Norvell. I guess both these coaches are uh, somewhere. Their seats are not cold. Let's put it that way. They're somewhere on the lukewarm seat right now. Um, Mike Norvell needs a win just as much as Scott Satterfield does. Well, that LSU-Florida State game, that was a big win, but, boy. It wasn't an impressive win. LSU's an underdog at home to Mississippi State this week. I took Mississippi we're gonna, State. We're going to go through some of these uh, <laughs> after the break as well. All right, quickly, let's do these. Indiana's 2-0, and but they trailed Idaho 10 nothing at halftime before they came back and won 35-22. Uh, nice win over Illinois. Home, home game, conference game on a Friday night. That's a good win. They should uh, have a couple more. Uh, W's here, maybe, although WKU. They better get them early. They better get them early. And then at Cincinnati is not going to be easy. I thought it might be, but it's really not. Uh, you got to win some games here, Hoosiers. You got to win this one. Give me a grade after two games. Idaho and Illinois wins. Well, that's a hard one. I'm either B minus or C plus. Uh, Way man. too generous. Thank you. Way C too plus generous. Business. Wow. And that's Hoosier fan talking well, over well, there. Well, they beat Illinois. 
You beat Illinois, who, Scooter. They're projected to have a the horrible fighting year. Fighting Illini. Well, so is Indiana. So you won. That's good. Got to win that conference game. C- no, ma- no matter what Indiana does all year, they're a C minus. So uh, they go Big, out and beat Ohio State. Tom uh, Kelly's going to give us Yeah, right. absolutely. Uh, Purdue, Tony, uh, uh, the loss that uh, we were at to Penn State. Yeah, cost us money. I don't <laughs> know how good Penn State is. I think they're pretty good. Sean Clifford got pulled this week, and they, they tried somebody else. But uh, uh, they got Auburn this week, by the way, at Auburn. No, no, that's Penn State. I'm sorry, Penn State's got Auburn. Uh, Purdue at Syracuse. Purdue's 1-1. One one. They beat a terrible team last year. I can't give them more than a C here. Yeah, I, because that they should have won that Penn State. Game. They, I, I, I love you get Jeff promise a you coach. Lose points for you, losing you, that. Game. Yes, you gave one away, and I'm going the same with you. All right, and Western Kentucky, they they're two and zero. They clubbed Hawaii, who's terrible. I'll give you that. Um, and you got you're in Indiana this week. WKU is only a six and a half point underdog this week, and those games have been. Uh, They've been they, high they, they played Indiana well. Fun, ga- they've been fun games to watch. Scooter, who you got here? Western Kentucky or Indiana? Uh, I'm going Western. Yeah. Well, okay. I I am not an Indiana believer, despite being a fan. I just I have not seen enough to believe. I'm going to give WKU a B plus here yeah. until they lose. I, I agree. It's hard to. It's really hard to tell when you're playing Notre uh, Dame, the Rainbow Warriors, Notre Dame. Uh, is, is there such a thing as an F minus? I give a D minus just to be nice because they played Ohio State tough. Yes, all right. But we'll you, take you, a break. You, you. <laughs> we'll take a break. A little bit of baseball on the other side, and then we'll get Tony's picks on some of this weekend's biggest games in college football. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Act. Welcome back. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Carnage. John Spears in studio. Final segment of this Wednesday. Eminem Carnage hotline is open, 502-384-1450. 384-1450 if you'd like to join in on the conversation. Thornton's text line is open, as always, 502-414-1450. Get your last-minute text into the show at that number, 414-1450. Don't forget, Summer Cash Bash continues at Thornton's. Each week, one lucky Refreshing Rewards member wins $10,000 all summer long. The grand prize, which I want to win, is a 2022 Chevy Tahoe. However, I'm not eligible. Simply open your Refreshing Rewards app, click on the Summer Cash Bash icon, you're entered. If you'd like to earn additional entries, you can by purchasing select top brands like Bud Light 12-packs, Mountain Dew 20-ounce bottles, hot dogs, large Doritos, many more. Using your Refreshing Rewards card, that's Thornton Summer Cash Bash. Not a refreshing rewards member? Text REWARDS to 80313. And hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Texter says, Jacquez Jones led the team in tackles last year. I still didn't like him. I don't have to like you just because you led the team in tackles. And that's a great point, by the way, Texter. (laughs) The transfer from Ole Miss. Boy, he looked good Saturday night. And I'm telling you, Jordan Wright was a man Saturday night. The interception he made that turned the game around. Now, was it, Tony, great play or luck or a combo platter? It's a combo platter there, John. I mean, he, he got back in the backfield, stuck his hand out, knocked the ball to himself, and Richardson was trying to throw it around him. 
But it was a phenomenal play. Yes, it probably was a little bit lucky, but if you know what, better be lucky and good, isn't it? Boy, I say that all the time. Let's look at uh, quickly before we get to this week's college slate. Tony, you got Buffalo and Arizona in the Super Bowl. You want to change any one of those? Arizona did not look very good. Again, it's the Chiefs. I have no idea why I picked Arizona, <laughs> but I'm going to stay with it. You know I am. I got Chargers, Minnesota. I still like it. I still like it a lot. Justin Herbert and Kirk D. Cousins. Uh, I had Carolina as a wild card. I'd like to change that, please. San Francisco, after watching Trey Lance in the monsoon, I'd like to change that, please. Green Bay, I'd like to change that, please. There are a few changes I would make after week one, and that is why it's called Overreaction Monday. All right, a couple baseball notes here. Uh, will the Reds lose 100? I said all year. I told my man Ed, who's a big Cincinnati Reds fan, dude, they're not losing 100 games. Relax. Now, after all the trades were made and all the minor leaguers are now playing Major League Baseball, the Reds are 56-85. and 85. That's 141 games. They got 21 games left. Can they do better than six and fifteen? Do you got their schedule? <laughs> I mean, I can pull it up too. I can have their schedule. It's well, very, it, it's very simple. You hope by the way, they've just lost three in a row to the Pirates, including a doubleheader yesterday. Here's here's my life in a nutshell. I'm watching. I could have been watching Yankees, Red Sox, Aaron Judge hitting home runs, or the the uh, Angels, Mike Trout going for his, a home run his eighth game in a row, or Toronto and Tampa were playing. I could have been watching any of these games. I'm watching Reds Pirates one nothing because I don't want the Reds to lose a hundred games. That's embarrassing. You and four other people. Yeah, uh, Pirates today at St. Louis for five. Boston comes to Cincinnati for two. Milwaukee comes to Cincinnati for four. You finish off the season at Pittsburgh and at Wrigley, and then oh. you have. The Cubs coming. You have three at Wrigley, followed by three in Cincinnati with the Cubs. That's what it's going to come down that's, to. It's going to come down to that Pirates and Cubs. Pirates and Cubs. You, you got to win a few before that. You got to win one out of four at home against the Brewers, right? You got to yes. win one out of five in St. Louis. You have to. Oh my god! Because you might not beat the Cubs in the in the Pirates. Cubs but... have won two straight, including beating Jacob Degrom last night in New York. What's happening to your? M-E-T-S, Mets, Mets, Mets. 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 They're, uh, wow. they're doing Mets things, as Gosh, I lose to sure say. they sure are. Uh, right now, the Mets have a half-game lead over the Braves, but it doesn't matter. They're even in the loss column, so I might as well say they're tied with the Braves. Uh, Braves beat San Francisco last night while the Mets were losing their second straight to the lowly Cubs. How good are those young players for the Braves? They're really good, and look, I don't want the Braves to win another World Series this year. I don't have anything against the Braves. I just don't want them to win another World Series. I still think the Dodgers – when you look at run differential, Tony, 320. They've been phenomenal. 320. They're winning games by more than two runs per game. And how good is their pitching? It's great. That's and why it's three plus 320 in the run differential. Mookie Betts, Freeman. They're 98 and 43. They clinched the division yesterday. Shocker, they got a 20 and a half game lead against San Diego, but they clinched the division yesterday. On September 13th, that's rarely done by anybody. Um, but the number that stands out is 320. That is unbelievable. They are uh, going to win, according to the numbers, 112 and a half games. I know you can't do that, but 
If they keep this pace up, they'll win 112 or 113 games. What is the record? 116, 2001 Mariners. Uh, Aaron Judge hit number 56 and 57 in Boston last night. Um, I guess 62 is the number he's looking for. It'll be the American League all-time record, beating Roger Maris' 61 in 1961. But uh, that was impressive. And Mike Trout's streak came to an end last night for the Angels in a 3-1 loss to Cleveland. Uh, he did not hit a home run in his eighth straight game, but he's still Mike Trout. Did you see the velocity and the distance on those seven home runs? I was watching the no, game the other night. No, I didn't. And the worst one I was, do know the Angels are 2-5 and five in those games. 385 was the shortest oh home run. Gosh. His exit velocity was crazy almost. I, mean, I saw him hit one of them, and he looks like he crunches. The, I mean, it looks like he crunches the ball when he hits it. He, he walked a couple of times last night. They were booing in Cleveland. They were booing their own pitcher in <laughs> Cleveland last night. And Cleveland's in first place, and they're still booing their own pitcher. Uh, by the way, E-Me yesterday, I said Louisville-Kentucky volleyball was last night. It's tonight on ESPN. ESPN. My it's mistake, 7 o'clock. Cats and cards. That's just a great showcase for uh, for the state of Kentucky, really. You have volleyball on the mothership. That's incredible. I am a huge Kentucky-Louisville women's volleyball. I got caught up into it three or four years ago, and I love watching. I'll, I'll be watching a, a baseball or football game, and if I flick over and one of them's playing, I'll find myself watching yeah. the volleyball because it is such good. They're, they're so talented, and the entertainment is just crazy how good they are. All right, we got about five minutes left. Let's get some winners from Tony Burke here. Let's start Friday night, Kentucky and, and uh, Louisville and uh, Florida State from Cardinal Stadium. Home opener for the Cards. Feeling good about themselves after the win over Central Florida. The Seminoles with a week off. They feel good about themselves after beating LSU. I think you, I, I think you mentioned you, you like Florida State this week. I do. Slightly. Because, slightly. I, I don't know what you're going to get from either. Uh, I think it's a, a, a game that is a toss-up. I'm just not sold on the Louisville offense. If they shut down Malik Cunningham, they lose, and that's just how I feel. So I picked Louisville over Syracuse minus five. That didn't go well. I picked Central Florida over Louisville minus six and a half. That didn't go well. So if you're a Louisville fan, you want me to pick against your team. Kentucky, same thing, by the way. I picked against Kentucky both weeks. They covered both weeks. Yeah. That's, that's par for the course for me. That's Johnny To use Boy. a golf term, Scooter. Sorry I used a golf term. I, I hate golf. Couldn't tell. Um, all right, Kentucky <laughs> and uh, Youngstown State. You may, I didn't have a spread, but you said 27 and a half. Um, any worries for the Cats? Youngstown's a team, Tony, uh, that has put up some points here. They And I know this, the you know, it's, right. it's Dayton and it's Duke, Duquesne, as Bob Dominey would say. Uh, 31-14 and 49-16 over Duquesne and Dayton respectively. They go to North Dakota State next week. They're probably looking ahead to that game, believe it or not, as they head to uh, Kroger Field. Actually, an off week next week, so Youngstown's it's – it's, it's the Super Bowl. It's the Youngstown State Bowl. I Mark mean, Stoops. Mark yeah. Stoops, they're, they're Youngstown guys. They supposedly are having a big party after the game, and um, I heard on the radio, but – I'm going to take the points. I just think coming off Florida. A&M was going to have a big party after the game last yeah, week, good too. Point they canceled. There. Uh, but I, I think it's a kumbaya, kumbaya late in the game. You're taking the points? I'm going to take – I take 27. Yeah, late, late – uh, one of those backdoor covers. You're patted on the, the back all yeah. week over Florida. Yeah. Good job. Good luck in the rest of your season in the yeah, FCS. Yeah, Ole Miss game would be great. <laughs> all right, Georgia-South Carolina. That's a noon start. South Carolina – 
Nah, they didn't play great against Arkansas. Spencer Rattler, he's off and on. Any uh, Georgia's twenty four and a half, or any any scares for the dogs this week? Uh, I'll just take the points. Road road game in conference, and that's why I'm taking the points. Okay, all right, fair enough. There are some bad games this week. There if are, you look at the first, there, there's bad games. At the top five teams in the country, here are the spreads: 49, 24, 32, 46 and a half, and thirty four. Yeah. Yikes. What about the Oklahoma Nebraska game? Well, you got a new coach, an interim coach. It's eleven and a half in Lincoln. Um, Brent Venables' team is two and zero. They were not impressive in that first half against Kent State last week at home. Going on the road, not a conference game. Remember, Nebraska's in the Big Ten. Scary if you're uh, OU here. Upset alert, maybe. If you go by Big Al the Fish's philosophy, you have to bet Nebraska. They've been terrible. It's only eleven and a half. You would you would look at it, and every normal better in the world is going to say, "Gosh, I'm taking Oklahoma. Nebraska's terrible." But I, I don't think I think I'd have to take no Oklahoma. Here's one. I, yeah, here's, here's one I got for you that falls into the you know uh, what am I looking at here category that we saw kind of with Tennessee and Pitt last week. Michigan State's ranked 11th. Washington is unranked. They're playing in Washington, and Washington is a three-and-a-half-point favorite over the 11th-ranked Spartans. Well, and the thing we do for fun picking games, I took Washington. Yeah, I mean, why is Washington a a three-and-a-half-point favorite? That's the question you have to ask yourself. Both teams are 2-0. Again, the Huskies haven't played anybody. Michigan State really hasn't either. But they're ranked 11th in the country. All right, BYU and Oregon. I'm just looking at it. 12 against 25. Oregon's a three-and-a-half-point favorite as a 25th-ranked team in the country. BYU with an overtime win at home last week. Now they go on the road. Oregon's still smarting from that Georgia beatdown. That was a beatdown, 49-3. to three. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a Mormon this week and uh, oh, take the points. Take the you're points. not going to quack. No, nope, not going to be on a quack attack. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. All right, Miami and Texas A&M. Late game, 9 o'clock, ESPN. Lock of the week. A&M's five and a half. Is this a bounce back? Lock of the week. Let me write this down. I'm, I'm two and zero oh on my locks. You are, week, and I'm going with the Aggies to bounce yeah. back. They will. Th- I, I, I just I'm think on, it's, I'm on board with you it's, it's. It's a. It's a. They're feeling bad. They are. Miami scored seventy against Bethune Cookman the first time out. They won handily last week. O-B- they haven't been O-B-C. challenged. And you're and you're right. A&M's angry. Uh, Jimbo. He's angry. Uh, I thought it was funny the way Jimbo lost, though. I did, too. Uh, Penn State at Auburn. That's a 3.30 game on ABC or on CBS. Excuse me. Penn State on the road, three-point favorite. I want so bad to take Auburn, but I'm yeah. not. I took Auburn in our in our weekly pick. I took Penn State with everybody else because I just think Auburn's bad. Western Kentucky, Indiana, who you got? Uh, IU, six and a half. I think IU's going to win the game by three. Purdue, Syracuse, pick them. Pickle. I'm going with the Boilermakers because I'm not believing in the Orange. I'm going with the over. That's a good call. 58 good to call. 50, and I have no idea who's going to win. So bet under everybody. <laughs> it's going to be like watching North Carolina and App State go at it. 58-50. Uh, your Vikings, Tony? No, the Last win. word. They'll win. Monday night football, right? Yep. Against uh, the Eagles. I got both quarterbacks in my fantasy league. Which one should I start? Cousins. Already did. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Tony. Thanks to Scooter. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Get